Well, good evening. Uh, I bring greetings from Scotland. I, I live just outside Edinburgh, and uh, my local church is a church called St. Mungo's, just outside the city of Edinburgh. Uh, and it's a great delight uh, to be here. Some of you know I come to Belfast once a month or so, and I have a long history with some of your churches and some of your pastors and and some of you women, uh, and it's just delightful to be here. Uh, and when the girl sent me the, the title, Fully Known, I thought, oh, wow, that's a scary title, <laughs> to be fully known. And I started to think that means, of course, he knew us even before we were born. He knew us before we were in our mother's womb. He knew us all the way through our childhood and all the way through our schooling. And, and for those of us who are a little bit older, he knew us when we were younger and he knows us when we are older. And I started to think about what God wanted me to share in this whole theme of being, the scary theme of being fully known, fully known by God. It's, it, that's quite hard. It's hard to be fully known by one another. It's actually quite hard not to hide from God, and it's actually very difficult at some level not to hide from one another. And as I prayed for you, I, I was listening to some worship music, and I'm going to play it in a little minute, but the song was by Kristen DeMarco. Some of you will know it. Take courage, my heart, stay steadfast, my soul. He's in the waiting. He's in the waiting. And, and every time I prayed, the echo of this song, I just could not stop singing it. And I think I've come from Scotland to say to you tonight that it takes great courage to be fully known by God. It takes great courage to be fully known by one another. And I sense that for us tonight, part of my job, as I share some scriptures with you and as I share some thoughts with you, part of my job is to release supernatural courage to you in order that you can be fully known by him and fully known in your communities and fully known by one another. And, and this is an amazing time. Those of you who are Christians and those of you who are interested in being Christians tonight, this is an amazing time to be a woman. I, I say that about every 10 years, but I've been saying it more and more. <laughs> and I started to think these girls in America, the actresses who are coming out and saying Me Too, you know, the Me Too movement where they're uh, owning up to that they too were abused or they too were inappropriately sexually touched. It takes great courage to be known in that way. Me too. It takes great courage. I was very moved when the BBC, the China editor to China, came out and said something injustice happening because other people are being paid more money than I am. And she came out and she became fully known as someone who felt this was an injustice and as a woman this was not fair. And she started to speak up about the injustice of inequalities and pay and 
And every time as a woman we're called to do something, and we can look through the scripture, we could spend a whole week looking at scripture, at Mary and at Ruth and at Esther, and we could look at some of the men, and every time they had to take a stand for their faith or have an encounter with God or do as God asked them to do or be what God asked them to be at that moment, to be fully known and to be vulnerable and to be available as a servant of the Most High God, what I want to suggest to you, it takes great courage. And I sense that I want to speak about courage for you tonight in order that in your communities and in your ministries and in your homes and in your families, you'll stop hiding and become fully known as servants of the Most High God. I'm going to ask uh, our tech team, wherever the tech team is, I'd like you to listen to the words of just the first part of this song. Uh, we'll only just play it for a few minutes. And I want you to just start receiving something of this song. It's, it's actually very prophetic. I found it very pr prophetic. Take courage my heart. Let's listen to the words of this song if we've got it. That's great, thank you. So just lay your hands on your heart and just receive this as a whisper. Father God, we pray right at the start of our evening that you would fill us with courage. And Father, for those who are waiting for a breakthrough or waiting for a revelation or waiting for an answer to prayer or waiting for a promise, in our own hearts and lives. Father God, I pray for courage. And I pray tonight as we wait on you that there would be triumph that would unfold and victory that would unfold as you never, ever, ever let us down. We pray together in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, so here we are tonight and I sense in this season courage for such a time as this. Courage for this amazing time in our history when women are doing all amazing and wonderful and brave things. And tonight I want to suggest that there are three seasons to become fully known by God and to become fully known to one another. There are three particular things, three movements, three seasons, three moments 
when we need extraordinary courage. And I think the ministry tonight is that we're going to impart courage to you. So it's a very, very simple ministry. When do we need courage as women? I might say I need courage every day. I, I, I might say every day, every hour, every moment, I need courage. But there are three big moments in our lives when we need courage. We need courage for what I'm calling transitions in our lives. Those moments where things start to change. Those moments where seasons start to move. Those moments when we're no longer what we were and we've moved into something and we're not sure about it and we haven't yet become who we are. We need courage in the middle season of a transition because this door has closed and we're no longer what we used to be, but this door has not quite opened and we're not sure of what we've yet to become. Take courage, dear heart. Stay steadfast, my soul. He's in that waiting room. And I sense tonight some of you were in a waiting room, knowing that you can't go back. If you went back, you'd be stuck in the past. You're in a waiting room. And it feels an insecure and it feels a difficult place. And I sense tonight a door would start to open. The door of a new tomorrow, the door of a new beginning, the door of a new season. A season that's filled with hope. A season that's full of his promises. Take courage, dear heart. Stay steadfast, my soul. He's in this waiting room with you tonight. When else, as women, do we need courage? You probably have about 250 examples tonight of when you've prayed, I suppose, the easiest and the hardest prayer. We need courage when we're in difficult circumstances. And the easiest and the hardest prayer, I love one-line words. My prayers are usually very simple. The prayer I'm alluding to is just this one word, help. <laughs> Those of you who are in difficult circumstances tonight, those of you who have prayed help, often take courage. Be steadfast. Your triumph will unfold. He has heard your cry for help. And we need courage in those difficult circumstances. And finally, those of you who have felt, the picture I had was that you're just caught in a storm. It's not of your own making. You're just caught in a storm and it's like, wow. I could almost hear. <laughs> Take courage. There's courage for the storms of life. There's courage for the difficult circumstances. And there's courage for those transitional seasons that we will all have to ride through. And tonight, I, I want us, if you have your Bibles, I'm, I, I usually, if I'm at a women's conference, I nearly always try and speak about women in the Bible. But strangely enough, the Lord's put a man in the Bible uh, uh, onto my heart tonight for you. <coughs> because of the theme of being fully known and because the theme of courage. Would you, if you have a Bible, turn to Judges chapter 6. And of course this story, uh, I'll give you a little bit of background, is the story of Gideon. 
It's the story of the people of God had been oppressed by Midian for about seven years. And the oppression by the Midianites had led many of them to hide in caves and to leave their homes and to leave their villages and to hide away from the enemy that was oppressing them. And in verse 11, it says that the angel of the Lord came and sat under the oak that was an offering which belonged to Joash the Abiraziite as his son Gideon was beating out the wheat in the winepress in order to save it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, the Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. And I thought this is an amazing moment. We, tonight we're going to see something about courage, but we're also going to see something about new names and we're going to learn something about new identities. The Lord is with you. Just turn to your neighbor and say, the Lord is with you, almighty warrior. Just turn to your neighbor. <coughs> Now, when you came into this meeting, you probably didn't think, wave to me if you thought you were a mighty warrior as you walked into the meeting. <laughs> and there's something, you see, Gideon was also fully known. God knew his past. God had heard the cry of the people who had been brought low by the Midianites. God had understood that that season had been a very, very difficult season and the circumstances around that were very, very difficult. And suddenly there comes a moment in this uh, encounter that in order to speak to Gideon, the incarnation, the angel of the Lord, the presence of Jesus breaks into where he was hiding from God and says, I'm with you, you mighty man of valor. I am with you, almighty warrior. And if I said to you, this is so important for us tonight, because I do sense God is about to open a new door for some of you. No longer that which you have been, that door is closed, that season is finished. And you who have been hiding as Gideon was in the wine press because it's been a difficult season, a new door suddenly starts to swing open. There's something about you're about to pioneer a whole new level of anointing. You're about to pioneer a whole new season as new doors begin to open. And the door that is about to open, I'm calling it in inverted commas, a beautiful door. A door that is full of beauty and full of purpose. Some of you will know the scripture in Acts chapter 3 when the disciples were walking to the temple they were on their way to the temple and you'll know this from a little song you know you know what i'm about to speak to you and there was a beggar that was placed on the same route on the way to the temple at the gate beautiful and he asked the disciples for money and of course you know the little song they said silver and gold 
Have I none? Do you want to sing it? But such as I have, have I, do I give to thee in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. And of course, the little song is, he went walking and leaping and praising God. Wow. And that gate opened. And they didn't feel they had anything. They had no silver. And they had no gold. But the thing that they did have was something about they knew the reality of the Lord Jesus Christ. They were fully known as his they had seen all that had happened in the Gospels and they were moving in as the Church of Acts and they came to this place that I'm calling a beautiful gate. And they had an encounter where all that was in heaven started to break in here on earth. And the result of that one encounter was that that man experienced tri-dimensional healing. He went walking. That's physical healing. He went leaping. That's emotional healing. And he was praising God. That's spiritual healing. And I started to think, what if 250 of you <coughs> go home and God opens a gate, a beautiful gate, a gate that becomes a place of encounters, a gate that you would meet people in your work, on the trains, on the planes, in the streets, and people would maybe ask you for help. And you might say, well, I, I, I don't know how to help you. I, I don't have the wisdom and I don't have the experience that you need. But what I have, I give unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. And suddenly you'd be moving in a place of encounter because of who you are because of what he's deposited, because of what he has done, because of what he wants to do in your life. And suddenly, what if 250 gates started to open all over the north of Ireland? Wouldn't that be amazing? It takes courage to be able to share your faith. A wee while ago, the Lord asked me if every time I took a plane and every time I jump on a train and every time I'm on the way, the disciples were on the way to the temple and most of the time when I'm on the way to speak at a meeting or on the way to serve the Lord, I felt the Lord was saying, when you're on the way, I want you to share your love for me and I want you to share my love for them and this became a little bit awkward because it takes courage in situations that you're not known it's quite easy here to turn to the lady beside you and say I love the Lord Jesus Christ that's easy I was on a train with a colleague a woman also in ministry, and we were on the train going from Nice to Milan and Turin. And I said to her, whoever walks into the carriage, we have to share the love of Jesus with them. And she says, oh, Andrea, please don't. I don't feel well. <laughs> <coughs> and I said, this carriage is going to be a beautiful gate. 
and heaven, all that is in heaven is going to come down and touch whoever walks. There's two of us, whoever walks into this carriage, bam, something amazing is going to happen. She says, oh, really, I just can't cope with this. She says, I think I've got my menopause or something. <laughs> and the next minute, we stopped at some little town and the most beautiful, gorgeous, Italian-looking young woman, about 25, got onto the train and into the carriage. And so Jan was across and I was here in this beautiful, and we heard her speaking, first of all, in French to the guard and then in Italian. And I said, Jan works in the church in the south of France. And I said, So there was all this sign. I was going, it's your turn. You speak French. She's French and Italian. And so we were doing this whispering. And the girl was sort of going, bonjour. And we were going, bonjour. <laughs> Neither of us speaking French. And finally, Jan said, So I'm getting cross. I said, tell the woman about the Lord Jesus Christ. Tell her Jesus loves her and say it in French. She says, I don't know how to say it in French. So we are now sort of shouting at one another. <laughs> and the woman's just looking out of the window and this beautiful French woman speaking Italian. So I started to rehearse. You see, here's where it takes courage. You don't know the language. And you go, bonjour. <laughs> I'm trying to practice what I'm going to say. And I thought, I can say spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> the Lord loveth You are very, very much. And so I said to Jan, do you think she'll understand that? And Jan said, have a go, have a go. I said, bonjour. The Lord Lover, you are very much a Jesu, 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 And then she turned to us, laughing, laughing her head off. She was from Birmingham. <laughs> and she had heard all this. You tell her, you tell her, you're And I think I probably failed the test of the gate beautiful on the carriage going to Milan and Turin. It takes courage, especially if you don't speak the language. And tonight we want to read these stories of supernatural courage. And, and Gideon, in order to come against the Midianites, he needed a supernatural grace upon him. Because his old identity, he was very, very fearful. His old identity, he, he had very low self-esteem. He kept saying, my clan is the littlest and I am the least. And really, you know, we are, we are nothing and we are no one. And, 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 and he just didn't want to step up or move through into the door that the Lord was opening for him and and we need to put some stakes in the ground. You see, if God is calling you to be one who is about to walk through beautiful gates, you actually need courage to do that. You need courage to speak. 
You need courage to share them. You need courage to tell people who you know and whose you are and that you're all here tonight as servants of the Most High God. And, and there's difficult times. You see, it says in Judges 6, verse 6, Israel was brought very low because of Midian. They cried out to the Lord. Another way to say that is because of Midian, they were greatly impoverished. And I, I started to think about that word, you see, because of hardship, because of hard circumstances, because of difficult days, because of sometimes what people say to us, we become greatly impoverished. The word impoverished means depleted and emptied. The word impoverished means when we have nothing left. The, wor the word in Impoverished means there's no way out. There's no place for us to go. Someone who's impoverished, they've actually run out of options and they don't know what to do next. And that's where Gideon, you see, before the encounter that he was having in this chapter, I'm the littlest, littlest, I'm, I'm the least. I've been hiding in caves. We have been impoverished by this oppression. We've been impoverished and depleted because of all that has gone on. And he, as a person, was at the end of his rope. And I sense there were people here in that situation, in the same situation, where we feel emptied and depleted. And we've run out of options and we're at the end of our rope. And into that moment, God says, I am with you. Into that moment, God speaks, I am with you. Into that moment, God calls him forth into a new identity. I am with you, mighty man of valor. I am with you, mighty warrior. And I sense tonight, not only were we going to receive an impartation of supernatural courage to be the person that God wants us to be in these days, but also a new name and a new identity. Mighty man of valor, mighty woman of valor, mighty warrior, courage for such a time as this. And I thought, wow, this could get exciting. <laughs> Beautiful gate openers. People who will meet people. People who feel they've not got much to give, but what they have to give, give I unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. And what I'm trying to suggest for some of you, into the darkest moments, at this moment in the history of the people of God, Gideon, in this moment, this was the darkest moment. Gideon had an encounter with the risen Lord. <laughs> and I sense that for some of you tonight, that's going to be the same. And then some of you know the story of Gideon. He didn't realize this was a name-changing, identity-changing, new transformation of him. And so he kept bleating about the past. 
he had actually got stuck in a moment in his past, in the oppression, in the bad old days, in the sadness, in the impoverishment. And so he kept bleating to God about all of that. He didn't realize God was trying to call him on into a new identity and a new season. And some of you who know me a little bit better, maybe have been on some of our courses, you know that my very favorite song is by an, a man named Bono. And uh, you know that he sings, you've been stuck in a moment and you can't get out of it. Some of you could even sing that song for me. <laughs> and I started to think if Gideon got stuck there, in the moments of oppression, in the moments of fear, in the moments of rejection, in the moments of abandonment, he got stuck in that moment. And the only way out of it is with an encounter with the risen Lord in order that you will start to walk. He got a new name at this point. As he started to walk on in God, as he started to try and be obedient to God, as he allowed himself to be fully known, he got a new name. His new name was Zerubbabel, which meant one who contends with Baal. And he began to walk in the dignity of this new name. The tragedy for us, the tragedy for Gideon, you see, something was happening in chapter 6 of his life in order to prepare him for the victory of chapter 7 in his life. And I felt the tragedy for us would be what God tonight is calling us to a new anointing of courage? What if God is calling us to open a new beautiful gate into the next chapter, chapter seven of our lives? And what if we keep acting out of what was instead of allowing ourselves to become all that we've yet to become? And of course, he, got, he called Gideon a new name and gave him a new anointing of courage. <clears throat> Bono's song says, you've got to get yourself together. You've got stuck in a moment and you can't get out of it. Bono's song goes on to sing, don't think that later will be better. You've got stuck in a moment and you can't get out of it. And for those who are stuck tonight, there's a gate called a beautiful gate. It's a sacred gate. It's a gate that when we open it, miracles begin to flow. It's a gate that when we walk through it, all that is in heaven comes down to us here on earth. For some of you, it's a gate of victory. For some of you, it's a gate of blessing. For some of you, it's a gate of encouragement. For some of you, it's a gate of salvation. For some of you, it's a gate of healing. It's a beautiful gate. And I've come all the way from Scotland to say, don't get stuck in a moment 
of your past, when God's calling you to move through this beautiful gate as a mighty warrior. And you see, God speaks to me. I thought, wow, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. And I think, well, I'm a mighty warrior. <laughs> and I thought, right, I'm going to share the love of God with whoever I meet. I'm a mighty warrior. And the next time I was on my way to a place, my stories will depress you. The next time <laughs> I was on my way to a place, I got on a plane, and the plane was going to Nice, and I had a very sore knee. And because I had a sore knee, I'd asked for an aisle seat so that I could put my sore knee sort of up the passageway. And just as we were settling into the plane, the air hostess came, and she said, would you mind sitting in the middle seat? And I said, no, 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 I can't. That mighty warrior, no, mighty warrior can't. <laughs> oh, no, I really can't sit in the middle, you know, I'm a mighty warrior, you know. <laughs> I said, why do you want me to sit in the middle? And she says, well, we have a couple, and they're refusing to get on the plane, and they're refusing to sit together, and they're having a fight. And I said, oh. And I said, well, you know, she says, we don't want to <coughs> delay the plane. I said, no, we don't want to, do, can I have water? We don't want to delay the plane. So I said, oh, all right, then I'll sit in the middle. So Mighty Warrior sits in the middle. <laughs> and the couple, the woman gets in at the aisle, excuse me. And the man gets <coughs> in at my, my seat, my seat at the aisle. And they're like this. I mean, they're really <coughs> angry. And the plane takes off, and I go, and I say, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, try, you know, and the man was like, and I tried with the woman, my name's Andrea. <laughs> Having a bit of trouble, are we? You see, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to do silver and gold, have I none? But such as I have, give I unto thee, you see? Because this is a beautiful gate in the aeroplane. <laughs> Mighty warrior is about to speak. <laughs> <coughs> so the man starts chatting to me and he says, what are you going to Nice for? And I say, well, I, I do some work there. And he said, oh, what do you work at? And I said, I'm a servant of the Most High God. <laughs> And he says, what else do you do? <laughs> I said, I'm a, I'm a couple therapist. <laughs> it's true, I am a couple therapist. So I start to do this and talk to them. And, and then I say, you know, you can sit beside one another. And, and I said, and if you want, I'll pray for you. And, and they all cried and they forgave one another. And, and I got my seat. And <laughs> And I got a glass of champagne from the air hostess. <coughs> you see, it takes courage. We think of the awkwardness. It takes courage to give away the love of God. It takes courage 
to see that every time you're on the way somewhere is an opportunity for you to give away the love of God. It takes courage to be fully known. It takes courage to be fully known by God. And tonight, that's what I want to offer you. I'm going to stop talking because I want to spend some time praying for you. <clears throat> I felt as I prayed and I listened to the song, Take Courage, Dear Hearts, Be Steadfast and So He's In Your Waiting. I felt some of you here have been waiting for your breakthrough and waiting for your answer and waiting for your blessing. And I feel tonight the ministry is going to be so simple. I've asked the ministry team in a little minute, they're going to come up and I'm going to invite the band to come up again. And tonight the ministry is, Lord, would you do a supernatural thing in our lives? And those of us who need courage for transitions, those of us who need courage in our difficult circumstances, those of us who need courage to go through the beautiful gate into the transition that you have, those of us who need courage to say that I am yours and you are mine, all of that needs courage. And I want you to know that this evening as we worship and, and minister to you, if you feel courageous enough just to come out and to receive just that courage, God gave Gideon an impartation of supernatural courage in order that when the Spirit of the Lord came upon him and he moved into the chapter 7, of his life that he could become fully known and and he became an amazing warrior and he became an amazing leader and he led his people into victory you can read that bible story when you get home so i'm going to ask the band to come up i'm going to ask the ministry team to come out and i'm going to just pray for a moment so let's just close our eyes and pray <coughs> and we'll just bow our heads and we'll just pray for a moment Father, we just bow our heads and we acknowledge our need for supernatural courage to be fully yours and fully known and to go through the gates that you're opening, these beautiful gates where people will start to encounter your love and your miracle and your healing. Father God, tonight we want to receive an impartation of courage. Those of us who have been a little bit impoverished by our situation, we want to receive a new name and a new identity. And Father God, we just reach out to you tonight for your healing and for your blessing that when we leave this meeting, we will go in the strength that we have. But we will go certain that you are with us and that 
in your hands we are mighty women of valor and we do thank you for your love and we thank you for your grace upon our lives now in Jesus name amen as the band start to minister to us if you would like to receive prayers tonight for courage just come forward some of you can go over that side and some of you can come along the front and come of you, some of you can go to that side and the courage that you receive will change your life <clears throat> a little while ago I I go to Sweden to speak at conferences in Sweden and I was invited to a conference called the awakening and the strap title underneath the title, so there's a big title called The Awakening. And underneath it says, Disturb the Normal. And at that conference, there were 10,000 people from all over Europe. And they had come because they wanted to be able to disturb the normal. They wanted to receive courage and strength to change their countries and change their societies and to disturb the normal. And so let's just stand. We're going to worship. Let's stand. And those of you who would like to receive prayer, first of all, for courage, just start to come forward.